0: Welcome back to Running Deep's podcast. We were on a break for the summer and we are back. We're so excited for this year because this year we're doing something a little different and we are actually going to have a theme for the whole year, which we've never done before. And that theme is discipleship. So today we're going to just introduce the topic and talk about what is discipleship um, why do we want to talk about it and why is it important. So today for this topic I asked my friend Leah Van to join me. She's a longtime friend of mine and um, has actually just recently jumped on Candeo's uh, team and so yeah Leah thanks for joining me and tell us a little bit about who you are.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Sarah. Um, again, like Sarah said, my name is Leah Van s I I work on the community ministry team here at Candeo. A little bit about myself, um, I'm married to my husband, Mitch, um, for the past six years. We live in Waterloo, and we really just love being members at Candeo and attending church here. So,
0: Yeah, we love Mitch and Leah. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's it's... Time just flies. Six years is just crazy. But um, yeah, Jake had Jake, let's see. Jake had Mitch in D Group. He did, yeah. And that's how I initially met you was through Mitch and Mitch and Jake's friendship. So um, yeah, let's just jump right into this conversation of what is discipleship? Why are we doing this series? and yeah, so to introduce the topic and just kind of a little backstory of why why I thought it was important to do this series was so if you attend Candeo, um, you know that right now we are in a big initiative of sharing the gospel. And in our members' meetings, we're praying for people and we are encouraged to share the gospel with people. We're learning about how to share our faith. We've got the Gospel 101 class coming up this spring. So there's a lot of push of sharing the gospel, and we are praying, expecting God to answer those prayers. And when we are praying those prayers and I'm expecting God to do some amazing things, my thought, um, my mind immediately goes to, wow, if God answers those prayers in crazy ways, are we prepared? Are we prepared to disciple these new believers? And that kind of got me a little scared because I'm like, I don't know. Are we prepared for that? And so um, really this this thought came from um, let's talk about discipleship and have this conversation ready before all these people come to know the Lord um, in preparation for that. And so um, we are told in Matthew 28 19-20 that we should go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and behold I am with you always to the end of the age. So this is both of those two things working together. This is go share the gospel with people and make disciples and teach them all that I have commanded you. And so the teaching them all that I have commanded you is the the um, working out of the making disciples so making disciples is yes one sharing the gospel and their conversion but also teaching them all that God has in store for them so um, that is the why behind why we're doing this series and Candeo has such amazing women a part of our body, and I'm so grateful for the women that are a part of the body, and I'm excited for the women who are going to be discipled by those women. And so hopefully this is just a helpful tool this year to look back on and um, just see different aspects of how we can make disciples. Um, so Leo, do you want to just kind of share a little bit about when we're using the word discipleship, what exactly are we meaning? What is discipleship? Yeah,
1: so I really love, I was just talking to Sarah about this, but I love words, and words have such great meaning in the way that you use them. And so I took the word discipleship and was kind of thinking in my mind, like what are the different parts of this word that we could break it apart into to just gain a better understanding of what is discipleship. And so a disciple is the first part of that word, and it's someone who's following Jesus, being changed by him, and then being committed to the mission of Jesus. Mm. And so we see this too in Matthew four nineteen, where it says, follow me, he told them, and I will make you fish for people. Mm. So just talking about having eyes for those people to be able to disciple them also. Um, and then the, at the end of the word discipleship is this suffix ship, which stands for the state of something. So again, it's teaching someone to know and love um, Christ. Um, helping them to follow Jesus, being changed by Jesus, and being committed to the mission of Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of helping us understand the parts of the word and then mm-hmm. the word as a whole. Yeah. So practically, I mean, again, with being a believer yourself, walking with other believers and helping them to just know about Jesus and to reflect his image in themselves Mm,
0: yeah and that's a lifelong process right it's not just like a one-time thing um but it's also a daily process to becoming more like christ and i loved how um you said like we are we are someone who is following jesus and we're becoming more like him and that's so important Mm -hmm. and that is sanctification that's the process of sanctification, but we need the body to come alongside us and help us become more like Christ. And so there's, there's the benefit of having people who are a little bit um, ahead of us and a little bit behind us because there's always going to be someone who is farther along in their walk with the Lord who can come alongside us us and help us become more like Jesus. And then there's someone who is maybe newer to the faith that we can take alongside us and walk um, alongside us um, as we go. So Titus 2 is a great example of this. Um, And we have referenced this in different podcasts before. Uh, Our Facebook page is called the Titus 2 Facebook page for that reason. And so when you look at this passage, um, it talks about the older women helping the younger women, the older men and the younger men. Um, so Leah, do you want to just share a little bit about like what that looks like and through the passage, just like what what practically is this passage telling us about? Yes, yeah, so you look at
1: Titus 2, just like Sarah said, I mean, you see that um, – there's a resemblance of older women there and mm-hmm. younger women, mm-hmm. which I think is really important that everybody plays an important role in that discipleship, um, regardless of your age. And so when we look here, let's see, I want to make sure.
0: Yeah. So like in verse three, yeah, um, it's talking about like teaching what is good. And so okay, so what does that look like, teaching what is good? Okay, let's think about that. And then it goes on to encourage the young women to love their husbands, love their children. And so there's all these aspects that, okay, older women, well, there's always going to be someone older than me, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And there's always going to be someone younger than me, younger women do this. So there's that, Again, like I said, there's always going to be someone that you can look to to help you become more like Christ, to disciple you. And then there's always going to be someone behind you that you can disciple. And um, we're going to reference this Titus 2 throughout the year because I think this is a good format of a lot of things that we can teach one another and learn together. Um, But this is a great place to start so we know what discipleship or the word disciple means, but why is it so important? Like, isn't it just kind of like, well, at least we're going out there and making a lot of converts. Like, what's the what's the difference and what's the importance of disciple making?
1: When thinking about why it's important, I keep thinking back to this book that I really love. It's called Deep Discipleship by J.T. Mm. English. Yeah. If... Um, you women listening to this podcast have not read that book. Um, it's really geared towards ministry context, but I think it's also a really good resource that you can utilize the same ideas mm-hmm. that are in the book into just one-on-one discipleship or group discipleship in different contexts. And so there's a quote from the book I just wanted to share that says, The sole purpose of pointing ourselves and those we lead towards the infinite beauty of the true trueing God <laughs> Success in ministry is not found in building programs, but in building disciples, disciples who love God with all their heart, soul, strength, and mind. Mm. So just talking about how discipleship is that, knowing the Lord Mm. and loving him with all of your heart, soul, strength, and mind, Um, and to the glory of God and knowledge of him. And so the way that you live to living together Mm. um, and why discipleship is important is just – being able to share what Christ has been teaching you to someone else mm-hmm. and having them um, teach you what Christ is teaching them in the way that they live so that you can reflect him to his glory. Mm.
0: Yeah, like like you said, reflecting God's glory. I mean that really is why it's so important because we saw we see in um, what is that Genesis uh, is it Genesis 1. 128, 28. there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, the The initial mandate that God gave to Adam and Eve um, is to, it says, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. So that initially was like talking about like them actually having children, right? Mm-hmm. But the the Matthew 28, 19 through 20 is the continuation of that story. And that's why it's so important to make disciples because as we make disciples we are spreading the glory of God throughout the earth and so again like what we've been talking about at Candio that's why it's so important to share the gospel with others because we don't know who God is going to open their eyes and cause them to raise them from the dead you know bring them from death to life so all we have to do is just be obedient and share it with everyone. And then once they do come to know Jesus, we can help walk, si- walk alongside them so that they can become more and more like Christ. Now, ultimately, the work of sanctification is only done by the Holy Spirit. So I don't want us to be saying, like, that's our job, but God also uses community to help other believers. And so it's important that we don't just— focus on making converts and we're not interested in just like okay you prayed the prayer let's dunk you in the baptism tank and woo, we're good you know that is something to celebrate but if that's it we've missed the point because we also have to recognize that people need help people need people to walk alongside them so that they can become more like christ learn all of his ways and then pass the baton again like that's the multiplication process because once they know and love Jesus they're going to want to turn around and share it with someone else and so it doesn't stop with us Um, so that's the what is discipleship why it's so important and I think that sometimes we forget the importance of it because we just get into our daily life you know and we forget that This is why we're here, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But where do we see this in the Bible? So, like, where do we see just maybe examples first of disciples in the Bible?
1: Yeah, so one specific example that we see is with Paul and Timothy. And Mm -hmm. so we see Timothy also discipled by his mom and grandma as well. Mm -hmm. And so 2 Timothy one five it says, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. Mm. So it's showing this
0: generational Mm -hmm. discipleship as well within a family unit. Um, Which is so encouraging for mm -hmm. those young moms out there that are listening. Like maybe you're like, I don't have any time to like disciple any other woman, but I have these three littles Mm -hmm. in my home, and it's like you are doing the discipleship work in yeah. these children. So and, that is so encouraging.
1: And like not a sense of pressure on how to do that. Mm-hmm. Like like it can look so many different ways. I mean, just observing this faith from the grandmother, the mother, and now um, in Timothy mm-hmm. and just seeing that. I mean, he might have just been observing the way that they lived their life in their faith, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't look like a specific method or way that they had to do that, just yeah. doing life together.
0: Yeah, and then we mm-hmm. see – Paul and Timothy, which is a little bit more structured because we see Paul writing letters to Timothy and taking Timothy out on different missions. And, you know, that's a more structure, maybe more what you think. And we also have Jesus in the example of him and his disciples. Mm. And how, you know, when you when you look at how Jesus discipled his disciples, that sounds weird, but <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Um, but he's not hes not just um, sitting down and like, okay, this is a structured time. There's a lot of like, as we go along the way, you know, they're walking and he points something out and shares it with them or they're sharing a meal together. So there's a lot of life happening with Jesus and the disciples and as they go, there are Conversations happening, which I just love yeah. that example that Christ gives us. It, it doesn't have to be so structured; um, just a whole lot of life and a lot of truth being spoken in those times. Yeah. Um, so we see those are some examples in the Bible, and there's so many other examples. Um, but there's also passages that speak to. Um, what discipleship looks like. So what are some passages, Leah, that you have found that just help you understand discipleship or maybe like what the goal is for discipleship?
1: Yeah. And so with my connection group last year, actually, we mm-hmm. memorized Hebrews 10, 24 through 25.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just as a connection group, trying to live out this calling Mm. and so it says and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near so practically like this is just a way that it could look like we're stirring up one another Mm. um to have these good works not neglecting to get together Mm -hmm. as a group of people a group of believers but then also encouraging each other as we continue in the walk,
0: mm, yeah, that that is, man, you like brought up a lot of good key points because one, you can't make a disciple that you're not around, mm. so you have to be with each other. Yeah. You can't you can't avoid um, being together. You have to meet together in order to make disciples and also encouraging one another and stirring each other up. So there can't be. Sometimes I think it's like, well, I should only stir this person up. Maybe like I'm thinking, you know, when you stir something, it's like you're agitating it, you know, Mm. and so it's like pointing out all their wrongs and like, man, if every time you and I hung out and I was like, Leah, I really think that you should work on this. And then the next time it was like, have you ever noticed that you do, you know, it's like You'd never want to hang out with me. Right. right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Feel discouraged. Yeah, that'd be so discouraging. But then also we need to encourage one another and keep going. And, hey, you're doing really great at this, and I see God working in this way, but also not neglecting to to share those hard things. Because when you love a sister in Christ and you see sin, you want to help them become more like Jesus. Yeah. Um, so it's a both and, um, mm-hmm. stirring one another up and encouraging one another. And what are you ultimately stirring one another up to? Love and good works yeah. to reflect God's glory. Um, I love Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. It's talking about the different gifts. And he's um, he says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So this is kind of like the goal, right? Like the ultimate goal is for us to become mature in our faith and to measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So we're not ever going to fully be perfect. But as we live our life, as we spend time in the word, as we are refined by brothers and sisters in Christ, we're being made more and more like Jesus um, and ultimately praying that we would reflect Christ more and more um, as we mature in Christ. So when we think about this, um, we've been talking a lot about just kind of like high level, like discipleship, what is it? Why is it important? But when you think about it, um, just played out, like you're talking in your in your connection group. That's, that's an easy way to make disciples, right? You're in your connection group. You're meeting together. I love that you even said like you memorized verses together. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could also look like, Taking one person and being like, okay, we're going to meet together weekly. Or it could be a friend that you just go on walks together, do life together. It could be a child. There's a lot of ways that this is going to play out. So I don't want anyone thinking just one way. Um, But a lot of people will use the word mentorship too, especially if you're thinking along the lines of like asking one person to be your discipler or mentor. Um, Is discipleship the same as mentorship? What do you think? I feel like
1: yes and no. Mm. Like it can be in some ways and not in others. So like you could be mentored in anything, right? Like photography, Mm. business, they Mm -hmm. can mentor you in Anything you're kind of looking for mentorship Mm -hmm. in, helping and teaching you different things about a certain trade or a hobby or whatever that is. Um, Where discipleship, you are being taught, um, and it's a form of that mentorship, Mm -hmm. but with just the focus on making us more like Christ, Mm -hmm. not like something else. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Yeah, there's like such similarities, but also key differences of it all revolves around Christ, not a worldly created thing. Right. More around the creator himself.
0: Yeah. So maybe it would be helpful to say all discipleship is mentorship, but not all mentorship is discipleship, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like the rhombus in the square. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but, yeah, that's a great example. But when you think about it, so, but in the worldly perspective, when, when you're thinking mentor, the role of a mentor is to come alongside someone who doesn't know as much as that other person and help them learn more about whatever this thing is. Mm. Um, so, for someone who maybe you're listening to this podcast and you are new to your faith and you are new to church and you're just like, I don't understand what discipleship is. Maybe mentorship would be a little bit easier for you to understand. That language of, oh, I know what a mentor is. Um, someone coming along, someone else, alongside someone else, and have that in your mind. But the goal is to become a disciple of Christ to be made more like Christ. Um, And we'll get into um, more about like specifics, what this might look like and seasons, because, oh goodness, like different seasons, even in my life have changed how much time I have available to make disciples and to be discipled by other people. And so it's gonna change in different seasons that you have and it's going to ebb and flow, and the just even the structure of what it looks like is going to change. But the key thing that stays the same always is we are looking to help people become more like Jesus. Um, right.
1: And, and I think it's important, too, to recognize, like, the people you're discipling will change. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be you're sticking with these same people. And then maybe they get to a point where they're ready to disciple someone. Yes. And so they become a discipler, but they're also a disciple same as I'm still a disciple but I might also be discipling someone
0: yeah you're you don't ever reach the level of like now I'm a disciple maker I don't need to be (laughs) disciple yeah Uh, yeah yeah, that's good and you're not um when when you enter into like a disciple disciple model like you're not stuck with that like really Mm -hmm. it should be for a season and then they should also be making disciples mm-hmm. um and if you want to continue that friendship it's not like you're like okay we're done you <laughs> right. know but they should also be turning around and making disciples that's really good and next time our next podcast is going to be all about how to be a discipler and also how to be a disciple there's some good like boundaries that we can set up in these relationships that um, are just going to be really helpful for us as we talk about it. Um, But Leah and I have talked about this podcast and we're both so excited for what is to come this year. Do you want to just highlight some other episodes that will be coming um, later on this year?
1: Yeah, we're super excited about the different topics we'll cover in this theme of discipleship. And so some of those other topics we'll cover is the gospel, what is it, how do we share it, why we need it daily. Um, We'll talk about the God we serve and the basic foundations of our faith. Mm. Um, And then other things like baptism, community, Bible reading, just to name a few of different things that we'll be going over in this um, series that I hope you're as excited as we are to get to share about those things.
0: Yeah, we are so excited about this, and we're so grateful to be a part of a church that is so excited to share the gospel, and um, we want to just partner along with all of you who um, are sharing the gospel, and um, I'm so excited to hear the stories uh, that come out of this year in in prayer that God would do great things, and um, i all also for all the new believers at Candeo that um, hopefully this would be helpful for you as well, that um, just knowing some new things, some things that, hey, maybe I should ask my connection group to help me understand this. Um, So we pray that this is a helpful tool for you, and we are looking forward to um, this year as we talk about discipleship. So thanks for joining me, Leah. Um, This is super fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great.